0: approaching the halfway mark, the 50-yard line, the back nine, and other cliches. It's time for episode number five of
1: 10, Uh, Rump Chat Live 2022.
0: This our plus-size episode, the big guys, the gentle giants of our game of podcasts. But first, the two guys who may or may not tell you the same story for the third time over the next hour or so. Josh Hambone Hilton and the Rump Shaker,
1: Justin Rumford. Hello, men. Yeah, hey, here you go, boys. Have some Pendleton Whiskey sunglasses. <laughs> Polarized for your pleasure. Good hands, boys. Hi. you? Good m- Tuesday. Monday. Monday. It's Seems Monday. Like someone's got
2: a case of the Mondays. Um,
1: the Mondays. Hello, everybody. Welcome uh, back. Thank you, Jacob. For that wonderful introduction. And um, well, let's get right into it. We got a cool, cool show today. Right. Um, but last night, uh, well, everybody knows that uh, there's a long-haired bareback rider that has broken the internet. The um, internet
2: is officially broken.
1: Yeah, a little bit of drama. Um, he's been fined about $3,000. It was just 2000 just last night, dropping another F-bomb.
2: Everybody on social media, though, had something to say about it. Everybody. I I want to come to his defense a little bit. Dude, that kid is 19 years old. He's in great shape. He's hopped up on adrenaline. He wants to win. You know, when I was 19, I did some stupid stuff. I stole a cop car in Alva, Oklahoma when I was 19. Thank God there wasn't the Internet back then. You know, I did a little time for it. But, you know, teenagers aren't smart, and I don't mean that rude. But it's you know, it's just a it. fact. I tell my nephews that all the time. I love my nephews, Jaden and Jace. Uh, I love them like my own children. But they're just dumb, okay? Well, so it's yeah. hard for – can you imagine being here at well, look, 19?
1: Look, look at other pro sports. I mean, how, how many football games do we watch where coaches are – you know, you can see the F word mouth and all this stuff. and I mean, they, even microphones pick it up. So – I, I get that, but we're not the NFL. We're not the NBA. We're, we're professional rodeo. We have class. So, But sometimes you say the F word. I say the F word all the time, but I am not in the arena I mean, at the it's Thomas like, and Mac. Oh, my God, it's the F word. Uh, he said the F word. Do you think that every guy that's ever ridden in there didn't, like, agreed with the score he got?
2: And so, the, the thing, a lot of guys don't agree with it. The thing about it is, even if you see it, you got to go out back and do it, man. It's, it's not just like the it's, way it is in rodeo. It's not like it's going to ruin your life. Okay, like, you two boys, how old are you two right there? You're 12. Now, 12 you, and 13. 12 and 13. But, I mean, if you've seen a cowboy accidentally say a bad word, you wouldn't think, man, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a terrible person. It happens, <laughs> right, boys? Thank you. It's called barn talk. You, you can talk like that in the barn, but not up in the house by mama. Okay?
1: I, I've heard or my mom. Or in the Thomas and Mac Arena. My mom said the It will the cost F-word.
2: you money. My mother, who's never said a bad word her whole life one time, got kicked by a mule that we were breaking, and she said the F word. And guess what? <gasps> I still love my mom. It happens. What like potty mouth. There is Lou Holtz, famous coach. Lou Holtz. Said, said in one of his interviews, if you don't get fired up, if Holtz. you don't cry, if you don't have emotion, then you don't love the game enough. This rocker man, he just, he's just loves what he does. He is. And he's excited. And I wish everybody would just give, give just the man him a little alone. grace. Okay? So, Well, what it is is it's everybody who doesn't like the way he dresses,
1: his hair, uh, the, the jewelry that is, is not like and they're, they're piling on now because he's proved them wrong. Yeah, because he's an amazing bareback rider, especially for his age. He's outstanding. I mean, he set a new world record for Pete's sakes on a two-time world champion bucking horse. Nobody can argue that. So now they're getting proven wrong, and so now everything that they have said before they're they're just they're they're piling on. Yeah. this is what Facebook does, and and, and I wanna... it's it's everybody who's it doesn't come out here because it, you know for whatever reason, and it's way they can be involved.
2: And I want to tell you this: this is my opinion, and I'm entitled to it. Um, the thing about it is you entitled, shut up. The thing about it is, is I think he's good for rockers, good for rodeo. We don't, you know, we have to break out a little bit every now and then we all can't be Garrett Shadbolt and look like we just come off the ranch. I mean, like in marketing, you know, we gotta, we're constantly have to hit new genres of rodeo fans. You know, Mm -hmm. there's rural America is not what it used to be. So, you know, with his long hair and rings and. Leather pants, maybe something that the, you know, the older generation of rodeo doesn't think is cool. But the thing about it is, it doesn't matter. He's good for our sport. We need fresh blood. We need bareback riders. I tell you what, you boys ever thought about riding barebacks? Attaboy. You're a bareback rider? When you get to be 18, I'm going to buy you a permit to, for the PRCA. I almost said a beer. Okay, you we're gonna remember on that. that. You that.
1: Re- you remember that. Hey, kids. Justin Rumford is going to buy your permit.
2: Talk to my wife. She's super rich right there, okay? <clears throat> yeah. Scott, Scott's tots right here. But you know what? Uh, honestly, if you're home, if you're on Facebook, because we – this is not one of my numbers. Over 25,000 downloads, rump Chat, just here at the NFR. If you're at home and you've never been on a bareback horse or made the NFR, shutty. Yeah.
1: Well, that was um, – Situation one that happened last night. Situation oh. two at uh, the Mirage, giving away the saddle at uh, Rodeo Vegas,
2: Rump's, Rump's uh, party. I have never seen you at a loss of words. Be <laughs> a Bone fight over who talks sometimes. But last night, Hambone could not talk. He got I, flat if, out of things to say. Well,
1: I had a lot of things to say, but in that situation, being new to that, to that place... I didn't know how far I could go. Does that make sense? Yeah. I didn't know. If it was somewhere like here, I would have, I would have went crazy. But, so uh, Rump brings me up on stage. We're up there giving away the saddle. They draw a name of one of the contestants. As soon as he hands me the microphone and I go to start talking, this guy just decks this guy right right in the middle. I mean, this, this area is this, packed. This fight H- breaks Hundreds out. of people. Uh, Casey Donahue just walked off stage everybody's amped up and this guy just whaps this guy and then the fight was on right in the middle of these people and I go uh security
2: well here come about that time here come like 15 dudes in the yellow shirts and they can't hardly get through the crowd because it's so packed in there and in the meantime these two guys are just punching each other drinks
1: flying and I I kind of caught myself watching like you seen it? you were there you're like, did you see the fight? Were you at Jordan? Did you, you saw? So, um, yeah, nobody it, it, bailed in to help. Yeah. Well, anyways, I, I wanted to, after they packed him out, I wanted to say, yeah, don't drop the soap. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, that you, was, you, it
2: was pretty fun. You handled it pretty good. Cause it first, it was the most awkward. Like, do I talk? Do I not talk? It's like, what, where well, do we go well, from here?
1: Everybody else was still looking at like, it never even happened. I'm like, it's a good
2: fight. Everybody likes to watch a good fight. And you know what? When they drug him out, they drug him out. Like he was not, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to grab you by the arm and we're going to take you to the door. Oh, yeah. They drug that dude out. They don't like,
1: mess around at casinos. I saw Jesse Bale get tased in Council Bluffs, Iowa at the Maristar one time. and took three of them to get that guy down, but they did, they tased the crap out of him. And well, he didn't pee his pants, which was awesome. What's. What? Well, as we move in today... I would pee my pants if I got tased. That's all I'm saying. Every, anyway. Every day when we're... Speaking spr- of peeing pants, let's bring up this guy. <laughs> uh, our first guest, uh, this is this was awesome. Uh, met him last night. Ladies and gentlemen, a World Series umpire, Jordan Baker. Yeah. This is... this is up, really, A World Series umpire. This Major is, League Baseball. He didn't just do one game, so or seven games, I should say. You but, know, I believe we I have... Do, do we have the video... Well, uh, we have have one video of him uh, doing his thing. Uh, Mike, if you... Uh, So explain this one. It's Toronto.
0: (laughs) I'll have to see a little bit here. I don't know.
1: Same stop, it looks like. Gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Almost took another one right there. Yeah. (laughs) He said stop. <laughs>
0: they didn't listen.
1: Oh, that's good. I just that was one of quick we pulled up. But uh, how often, how many guys have you thrown out?
0: Um, that's a good question. Um, in the major leagues, I'd have to say somewhere around 30-ish, Holy 25, cow. 30.
1: How long have you been uh, in the majors?
0: This is my 11th season. 11th 11 11 season. Uh,
1: I also found out that uh, uh, you were the first, you had the first ejection in COVID year. And there was a video, yeah. and the and the guy comes up out of the dugout and he gets his mask up, and then Jordan's walking to him to have this conversation, and then it hits him. Oh yeah, and he's got to get his little blue mask out.
0: I mean, it, it was totally like
1: it man, was a quagmire. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then my my strap broke on my left ear, <laughs> so now I'm trying to wrap it around my ear, and it was a mess. Yeah.
2: How do you even How do you even get involved in in that position like that? That's, I have so many questions because uh, me and Hammon are pretty dumb for anything that's not rodeo-related. So this is why it's so cool to have you on here. How do you even get to the point where you're getting to do that at the World Series? Um, so to be
0: a professional umpire, you've got to go to umpire school. Uh, believe it or not, there's a school for it. Uh, there's a couple schools down in uh, Florida um, that you can attend. Uh, it's a five-week course down in January. Um, and then you go to umpire school. It's not a guarantee by any stretch. Um, They take the top, give or take 20 or 25 students from both schools, put them in a uh, advanced course in March down in uh, Vero Beach. And um, then they take however many hires they need, whether it was five guys got released and five guys quit uh, through the minor leagues and the big leagues and everything trickles down, obviously. Then they hire, out of those 40 guys, they hire the, the 10 guys into professional baseball. I got hired in uh, 2005 in the Arizona Rookie League. Worked my way through the minor leagues uh, for about eight uh, seasons. And then uh, broke into the big leagues in 2012. Uh, yeah, 2012 in June. Wow. Yeah, so that's very blessed. It cool? It's cool? It's a good gig, I'm not going to lie. You know, it's got its days. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm getting... Getting paid to, to call ball so to, to, to the game you love obviously a- absolutely it's just like no us doubt. you
1: know we're, we get paid to, to do what we love and, and the sport that we love but so how, how many what's the percentage of guys that make it out of that school that actually get to the pros
0: um, I actually um, don't know a, a hard number sure. But every year I, I taught at umpire School um, once I got in professional baseball, uh, minor league guys teach. Um, the, the class, so I taught down at uh, the Wendelstadt School uh, in Daytona Beach, Florida, and we would always say somebody in these 120, 150 students out here, um, one person in this class will be a Major League Umpire. So wow. it's usually one, two, maybe three, if it's a weird year, four or five um, guys out of each class will get hired. Wow. Yeah, not a lot of turnover. There's only 76 Major League Umpires, so it's a for pretty, all
2: those games, there's only 76.
0: Um, there's 76 major league umpires, and then they have, uh, <laughs> give or take, a year anywhere from uh, 17 to 20 AAA guys that are
2: eligible for uh, call up to work in the big leagues. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta give you guys a shout out on that because with anything, when you're an official, um, you're like, I don't mean to sound as bad because I think you're the coolest dude ever. But, like, when you're an umpire or a judge, everybody's going to hate you at some point.
0: That's right. I could
2: not handle I hate when people say anything bad about me on Facebook. I can't imagine have to be there and call a strike and have everybody just, not everyone, the other team
1: is going to like it. Yeah. But there are I mean, other fans, so only 50%. Out
0: of the 50,000 Phillies fans in the World Series, there was only about 25, 30 Astros that liked what I did that evening. And you, you know say, what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I signed up for. That's yeah. That's okay.
2: How do, you, how do you stand there take it because at you, you said that they say some pretty mean things. When I can't you're... imagine.
0: Yeah, probably not on this uh, show. We could talk about it. But, um, yeah, you you hear some interesting stuff coming Without out of the Without saying
2: the words, let's hear, like, a little bit of what they might say. <laughs> uh... Is it mostly over strikes?
0: <laughs> yes, I would say that's where we're at now, in today's game especially. Um, once replay came in. Because you
2: can't see the little square, like, on TV. really the... yeah
0: which is uh, not even close to accurate. But that's neither here nor there. Um, you, so, just, you just broke me, my heart. Let me I I ask you know. this. If, that's uh, not the gospel. If uh, you
1: uh, call a strike on a guy, or uh, let's just say a batter disagrees with a call, and he turns around and he says, what the F do I have to do, would you throw him out?
0: No, but we'd talk it, talk it through pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> is that a um, – if you it, say f? I'd have a response and, uh, no, 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 we're all grown men. Um, unfortunately, baseball's got a uh, – it's kind of known for some, some foul language and, uh, and that's part of our game. Uh, like
1: fighting in hockey.
0: Very similar, yeah. Um, so a lot of bad language flies around where uh, we kind of draw the line is when, when it gets personal. Um, you, followed by anything other than are awesome, usually um, results in an in a early exit. Um. So, you followed by anything that's not awesome? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pr- pretty much, yeah. Whenever, whenever they get personal, um, we all are grown men, and we will use barn talk. So, sure, relate to you there. Our field is mostly barn talk. Yeah. Um, and that's okay with us. Um, but when it becomes the fu. That's when we draw well, the line. a
2: not, not just the players of baseball. You're right by all the fans in the seats.
0: Who have been drinking heavily.
2: <laughs> yeah. Who are just slammed. And, and does that ever mess with your focus, like when you call a strike and you have, like, the 5,000 people directly behind you telling Five. you? Five? Well, I mean, just <laughs> oh, in that, that area. that section, got you. Just telling you how not awesome your call was?
0: Yeah, yeah. You Pretty much kind of, every plate job. You yeah. probably
1: kind of giggle at it, though, you know. Yeah, you gotta, like, it, I've come accustomed it to it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't bother you.
0: Borderline kind of enjoy it, you know. It's kind of <laughs> messed up like that. But, yeah, yeah, that's what I signed up for, like I said earlier.
1: So, are you always behind the plate or you guys rotate?
0: We rotate clockwise every night. So, I'll work the uh, game one in a, in a three-game series. I'll work the plate, game two, third, second, and then we'll go to the next series and I'll start it first and we just rotate like that. Are you all with the season. same
1: crew all season?
0: We're with the same four guys uh barring injury or something like that. Uh yeah. family issues. Uh I'm with the same four guys about ninety ninety percent of the season. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, do, you, do you like those guys or are they kinda of douches? No. no. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> you know what? Uh I'm pretty blessed. Uh my guys are, are pretty solid. Uh out of the seventy six, you know, there's always a, a handful that in any Corporation, but we uh, sure. we got some solid dudes. Yeah,
1: what's uh, what's the most mad you've ever
0: gotten? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Um, mm. There's that many. Defer he's to the next one. It. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I'm going to defer to the next one and I'll think about it and I'll okay. get back to you.
1: What's the uh, funniest thing you've seen? Mm.
0: Well, we did have somebody run on the on the field. In the World Series, so that was kind of well. That's right. Silly and always inebriated, and think they can get away from fourteen police officers. You know,
2: <laughs> that's that is never gonna happen. It's I, never, you never know, gonna happen. I tackled a streaker at Rapid <laughs> this City. This is true. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Male or female? A guy. He come into the arena during the steer wrestling, and uh, for all, I actually have the video has got really bad quality, but I do have a video of it. This guy came in the arena during the steer wrestle and started shaking his butt. Can we send that to Frost real quick? Well, the video, the, it's, it's terrible video. Okay, all right. But, um, but I do have it. So anyhow, this guy, uh, the judges thought it was part of the show because they were switching horses. So when it was time for the steer wrestle to fire back up, they're like, hey, rope man, tell your guy to leave. I'm like, I've never seen this guy in my whole life. <laughs> so I go cruising over there, and I, I kind of go to grab his arm. I go, hey, man, you can't be in here. And he goes, F you, fat boy. And he ran like a deer and jumped over the back fence. And the, I said on the mic. The method clicked in. I said, if that happens again, if anybody comes in this arena, you will be tackled. And this was in my Wilder Slam 35 Keystone Light beer days.
0: <laughs> Stealing cop car days? Before the perf.
2: Yeah. this And is during. In, this is in the days when I would tie into and boys don't do this okay this is a life lesson for you kids this is when i didn't mind a fight and i got beat up a lot but i also blacked a lot of eyes i mean <laughs> so anyhow i was out in that arena and during the during the bronc riding just out of nowhere this dude clears the fence and he comes back running in and he never saw me and i don't know if you know this about me but i'm pretty damn fast he
0: is He's pretty athletic for... Well, he just compared himself to a deer. Yeah, no. Yeah.
2: The, the deer the was the other guy. the fellow was running like a deer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I go cruising across the arena, and he never sees me coming. I mean, 100 mile an hour, and I hit him in the back with my head. 300 pounds. As hard as Should I could. straight to the back. It broke his could back. Could you imagine that? It broke his back. I'm fine, thanks. But then <laughs> he jumped up. That was a scary thing. After I hit him, he jumped up because... He was on a little something that they call methamphetamines. Yeah. and Yeah. They, they, they don't even go down when you tase them. The Drugs f- are bad. Yeah. yeah. But the worst part was uh, he turned around and tried to sue me. I almost got sued um, for he couldn't go back to work because I broke his back. So there was a lawsuit against me for um, excessive force, but I got out of it by saying... Uh, you know what? I didn't. I was concerned about his safety because he was in the arena during the bronc ride, and um, yeah. Keep. I'm just going to show this to him. You keep talking. So anyway, so he gets out of it. I don't know about that, but
1: uh, the rodeo had his back, of course, because he was in a place he shouldn't have been, and he was on drugs and inebriated. So he really didn't have much of a case. But that being said, you need to share with the whole audience. Well done. Text that to me. I'll send it to Frosty, see if we can get it up real quick. What
2: would you, th- what'd you think about that?
0: Nice form. Is there a way that – I'm th- not so sure about the whole deer part, but um, you, I, I, it was a good form tackle. you got to admit,
2: I was running pretty dang fast.
0: No, 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 that was quick, but the, the deer was a stretch.
2: <laughs> Is there a way you could talk to somebody in Major League Baseball and I just go to these big games – and just sit in the corner and drink gold buckle beer and wait for a streaker? I'll work on it. Did yeah.
1: Hey, uh, Mike, did we get that video of, of uh, Matt Kemp and Jordan?
2: Ross,
0: well, it wasn't quite a takedown. But, so, yeah, we, we folded up. Uh, yeah,
1: go ahead. So, Matt Kemp is, you know, is a great ball player.
0: He, he was a great ball player, uh, MVP of the National League. I don't remember which year exactly, but um, – yeah, uh, Oklahoma boy. Uh, so we had that that relationship, uh, and uh, long story short, we were in Atlanta, uh, a midsummer afternoon. We had a rain delay, uh, so we started about an hour and a half late. And um, Matt Kemp, middle innings, uh, gets hit, and uh, right in the middle of the back, and he's he's a little frustrated. Um, and
1: he was hot. He was a hothead. Yeah, he
0: was a hot. Uh, well, you know, I won't speak ill on him, but uh, he he's got plenty of videos out there, I reckon. Um, <laughs> and uh, so he's a little upset. And, and uh, like I said, I had a I had a relationship with Matt, and uh, I told him, "Hey, man, you know, let's just get on down the line." And, and, and <laughs> yeah, there it is. And uh, yeah, I said, "Let's just get on, get on down to first, and, and we'll keep it moving here." And because <laughs> I felt the the pressure kind of folding in the backside of me with everybody behind me, and uh, so. Does that make you it, nervous It was with a that? slip. You are by slipped, yourself. He slipped, I slipped, we folded up, but I will say I was the last one down, the first one up. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but, yeah. I would,
2: dude, that's so freaking <laughs> cool. Like, but
0: he was more worried about when we got up, to his credit, I will say this about Matt, like when, when we got up, he was, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, Bake, I'm sorry. I said, hey, no, we're good. I said, just walk to first. He goes, did, did I hit you? Did I get you? I said, No, no, no. He he didn't even know what he did. He just knew oh. he went down. So
2: that's why I could you not know. do that because I'd be talking trash to see <laughs> you. i am like stay down, you little well, guy. <laughs> well, but
1: he, yeah, I'm sure he knows. Obviously, it's just like any sport. You you touching uh, any official and you're Correct. usually yeah gone.
0: That's a quick a, exit and a huge fine, big fine. Yeah, so it, he was more concerned about that. Yeah,
2: because I I read that somewhere. It doesn't matter what official, whether sport what sport it in, you cannot punch an official. I'd probably say that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: but I'm, it's like a, a law. Yeah. But it's so bad, though. You see all these terrible videos of, of little league games or foot, little kids' football games and parents and getting fights with refs. It's, it's unbelievable.
0: It's gotten pretty, pretty out of control to the youth age. I've got youth kids, and I, I'm pacing in the outfield because I can't even stand to be around a backstop. It's, it's gotten I, I, pretty bad, man.
1: I ump, you know, in, in high school, you know, they'd usually get us high school players to ump like the fourth or Pretty fifth much the grade same game, thing. you know.
0: So I, <laughs> Very similar. I've yeah.
1: called some games, too. No big deal, <laughs> big, but... Um, no, 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 I'm with you. You can relate, for so, sure. Uh, but anyway, in Sydney, Iowa, a town of a thousand people, and I got this guy, I called a strike. My God, get your head out of your ass. He's in fifth grade, bro.
0: Yeah, sorry to tell
1: One you, but he's ball not ball going he the to the big hit leagues. off the tee, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> the pitcher's not even throwing the ball. It's on the tee, you know.
2: Anyway. Baseball I, parents get intense.
0: Yeah, it's gotten, it's gotten insane. I, I'd rather call Major League Baseball than go 12U. Well, That's you know, for sure. But
2: if you think about baseball and rodeo, um, our judges the, the we like, a couple like – I like Butch Kirby um, – I like them all. I'm not going to name them. D. Wit you know, like we have the ones that we like, sure, sure, and we have the ones that we don't like. Like, sure, sure. Go ahead, handbone. Tell the ones you you don't like. <laughs> but anyhow, like when when you're with these people day in and day out, a lot of times you you have a common. I don't know about a friendship in rodeo, but the judges and the cowboys they get along in a way. So it's probably the same for y'all, where there's a mutual respect.
0: Absolutely. Or hatred. Well, yeah. I mean. 162 games, right? Like, yeah. that's a long season. A little wow. too long, if you ask me. But that's neither here nor there. I, we see each other a lot. And everybody in the big leagues wants to have that relationship of, hey, we're all in here for one goal. Um, it's to get the World Series, right? Like, that's, that's where everybody wants to be. You can be a dick about it and, and, and be a jerk and, and do things the wrong way. Or we can all work together. Listen, everybody gets full of emotion, and things happen. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to be accountable for your actions, right? Yeah. We handle it. Tomorrow's a new day, and we keep moving on. 162 games is a long season.
1: That's crazy. And that, that, so we used to do a rodeo uh, in Cave Creek, Arizona, and it was in April, and it was spring ball. And through the Survey family, we got to be friends with Todd Helton, played 17 seasons with the um, – with the Rockies. And, he, and his number was 17 also. And his number was 17. And, and um, anyway, actually starting quarterback at University of Tennessee, and he got hurt. Guess who his backup was? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Manning. Anywho. So, Name drop. Yep. Um, I <laughs> just like it. that story. That's pretty cool. So we went down and we watched Todd play. And, you know, uh, those games, he, he, I think he only played like two innings or something, and then in comes the kids. And he texted us, and we went down, and there was a whole other crew of guys working out. There was a whole bunch of guys in the clubhouse. Like, and here we are, we're walking through this, and we're in the locker room. Like, there goes Jason Giambi buying a towel. Like, I'm like, what is going on right now? And he's like, what's up, fellas? You know, I'm like, oh, hey, J- Giambi, what's going on, bro? <laughs>
2: yeah, he's, that
1: guy was okay. Yeah, he was a great ball player. But that so, awesome. uh, that it was, and, uh. In, uh couple other guys but anyway but baseball guys i think they're like rodeo guys you know like you said they're a little barn talk and and they're a little old school that they don't seem to be pretty bananas too much you know they a lot of them chew and spit and a lot of good old boys and, and adjust yeah. themselves and you, you know just you good old boys you kinda. can't
2: chew though in major league baseball now right uh, well you don't have to say <laughs> yeah, they, they frown on it yeah um, You know what? The one thing I love most about baseball is the bench-clearing brawls. Oh, man. I wish we had that in rodeo. Would that not be great?
1: What's that like in the middle of a bunch of dudes just screaming at each other? Are you required
2: to go, like, if somebody rushes the mound, what's the do's and don'ts of your job when people are punching the crap out of each other? Uh,
0: Good question. So (laughs) it's a loaded question, right? And everything is different. Um, Every scenario is different. Um, I've been in quite a few throwing situations throughout my career. Um, but I would say, um, our job initially, um, is to try to stop it. You know, if you kind of know what's coming, it's, it's brewing and it, your feelers are up, ears are perked, guy gets hit in the back. Okay. Can I get, can I get my, uh, batter to calm down and walk the first with me pretty much camp and keep it going, keep it. The main escalator's out of the problem. If we can, great. But more often than not, if they're going to fight, they're going to fight. Grown men want to start throwing hands. That's what's going to happen. You ain't going to stop (laughs) them. We need that in rodeo. We need need that. Four guys, my four umpiring crew, we're not going to stop, you know, 50 grown men from throwing hands. I don't know. We start taking numbers, and we, oh, there's a haymaker. There's 23's done. Uh, 18, there's another one. He's done. You know, and that's just kind of how we – roll through but it
2: just for the record i'm a pretty bad cat but if i seen you running at me i would probably go ahead and back down a little bit it helps
0: uh, yeah i know six seven uh it helps uh with with slowing that down a little bit
1: that's awesome what um god there's a great question oh real, I'm gonna like, snag so this the, beer. If that's yeah all right. get after it yep. gold buckle beer gold, gold bu- buckle what uh the buckle so did your whole crew do the world series or do they pick single guys and then form a crew
0: So, um, the playoffs are are done. Um, You're you're elected. All 76 umpires are are eligible, right, barring injury or whatnot. Um, You're selected for the first round, the wild card, and the divisions come out. If you work the wild cards, you're eligible eligible for the league championship series. If you work the divisions, you're eligible for the World Series. So, um, the World Series umpires came from the – 24 division series umpires that were selected from that
1: nice yeah well it's uh it's been fun having you on and it's it's been been great talking
0: to you cheers
1: uh real quick though you said you had a todd helton story
0: i did uh it's kind of an embarrassing one but i'll go ahead and tell it please Um, do i uh so now this is this is prior to replay this is 2000 i want to say it was 13 maybe it was 12 Mm -hmm. i think 13 um I think it was 2013. Anyhow, it was his last year, and he was going after – we were in Denver, and uh, he was with the Rockies, and he was going after a uh, – I'm pretty confident it was either hits or doubles, not sure which. And it was a big number, Uh, say 2,000 or or 2,500 or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, I was working second base, and – it was the first or second inning, and, and, and they were the fans were packing the house, right? You know it was great stadium, by the way. Yeah, it is a great stadium. It, and um, so they were all there to see that awesome moment. Um, he rips a ball in the outfield, and um, he tries to stretch his single. <laughs> and um, it, if I'm not a 100 percent confident, but I'm pretty confident had it been in 2014 or 15. Um, we probably would have gone to replay and probably got overturned. Um, I called him safe at second. I'm, I'm pretty confident he was out. But anyhow, <laughs> the record stuck. And so, you know, when you look at that video, I'll, you'll say, oh, I know that guy. He, he, I think he missed that call. But, yeah, the record's <laughs> still good.
1: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, you know, I'll let him have one. Merry Christmas.
2: Yeah, that's right. We're you you human. He, yeah. When you work second base, you ever make second base jokes? I don't reckon. There was a guy, actually, you talk about that. There was a guy at the party last night that was on second base out in the crowd. Um, <laughs> it's a different kind of base, anyhow. Okay, way to make it awkward. On, on, But anyway, it was great
1: meeting you and your lovely wife last night who yeah, was likewise. mutual friends with, with Ashley Rumford. And so that was, uh, that was really neat because Rump comes up and he goes, ah, 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 we, we got a Major League World Series. What? Umpire. I was He's going to come on the show.
2: We're required to wear those leather jackets and it gets warm. <laughs>
1: He's sweating. <laughs> but,
2: Another big boy
1: coming up next. But anyway, let's give a, a big round of applause. Thanks Major for having League me, guys. Baseball umpire Jordan Baker. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Nice. There's the old lady up in the. Whoop your fastball in here. Whoop it right here. It's like the Rumford rodeos
2: back in the day, that lady in the organ. Yeah, Marilyn Roth. (laughs) Rodeo designed with music in mind. Stepping up to the plate right now is an eighth grader from Sydney, Iowa, who's slightly overweight, shaped like a pear. Here comes Josh (laughs) Hambone Hilton.
1: Hey, I hit a grand slam and a, a single home run in high school, so shut it. Save something for us, Hambone. Speaking of grand slam, let's bring up this big slamming, jamming, biscuit-eating Mississippi boy, Will Loomis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You. Oh. Hot One of our favorite, favorite steer wrestlers of all time.
3: That means a lot coming from you guys. That's I, right.
2: uh, it. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the uh, two years ago for Pro Fantasy Rodeo, Casey Jones had me and Will, I was dressed up as Santa Claus, Brady Hagman <laughs> was dressed up as an elf, and we had Will in the back seat of a Tesla, and we were filming this around Denver.
3: Maybe the most scared I've ever been in my life. So, Jones <laughs> is very possible. Jones yeah, is telling yeah, me. Yeah,
2: you three spinning in a Tesla. Well, he was that driving. Would, yeah, that would scare me. Well, uh. I didn't know how it was all going to work, so we started it off bulldogger style. We go to Denny's and, you know, <laughs> eat like 45,000 calories, and then Jones pulls out like 24 of these pickle beers. Ugh.
3: Have you ever? Oh. Jenna loves pickled beer, but man, you, they're just—they're just—they're just not—they're—they're they're just, they're just not, they're, they're not for me, man. So
2: we sit around there and drink beer for an hour Gross, and a half. Jenna. So after we get done drinking beer for an hour and a half, they're like, "Okay, we're going to get this Tesla, and I need you to drive like eighty-five miles an hour down I seventy
3: and, and downtown Denver."
2: Yeah. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> at one point, for the, we had this camera on the dash, and at one point, the shot was. I had to slam on the brakes where it looked like Will came into the front of the car. <laughs> I and I was in this parking lot, and uh, I don't know if you guys ever drove a Tesla. They go zero to 100 really quick.
3: Yeah, like third or fourth, like fastest ever or something crazy. So
2: Jones is like, just floor it and then, then slam on the brakes. And when I did, I almost <laughs> crippled Will because he literally came through the middle seats. And I'm in my Santa suit in the front smelling like pickled beer and broken dreams right there oh the jacket was so hot and you're
3: sweating everywhere oh it was, that so, was terrible it
2: was even it was even cold weather but for that day it was hot and then uh um, we were we we're doing this the shoot somewhere else on a side street and i had to pee so bad and so i went to the alley where all the other homeless people were and And uh, Brady ran
3: over to the bushes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This guy came around the corner and goes, What are you doing, sir? You know, nothing. Filming a commercial for Tesla. (laughs) So that's one of my favorite Will stories. But um, NFR bold argument. One thing else I told Will earlier today, too. You know what I like about Will Hambone? What's that? Will can talk. Yeah. We we have some contestants that we get sometimes that maybe. And they don't yeah, really I just uh, had a good yeah. night at the NFR last night, really but not mad. Will. Will's a talker. Yeah, we're you know, round oh, number five, it's kind
3: of like smiling. It's my one of my favorites. <laughs> Talking is what <laughs> along your with uh, you know, maybe people just need more liquid liquid courage. I don't know. Like, well, we have a gold buckle beer bar. I did. Uh, somebody was up here yesterday. I'm pretty sure while I was signing over there and. Uh, y'all offered them a beer, and they didn't take a beer. And I just I feel like it's rude to, to not. You know what I mean? Like, you, if somebody offers you a beer, like, you just. Who was that? Was it RC? I think it was. I mean, what a, that's a bareback rider, right? Yeah. I mean, like. If it had been a vape, They try to be so healthy. You know what I mean? If, other than If like, it had been a, a vape pen, they would have taken it. Other than, like, Will Lowe and JB,
2: like everybody <laughs> else's. Well, it's funny because uh, Oat Berry was on yesterday, and he literally just. We didn't offer Oat Berry a bottle of whiskey. He took it. And you know what we did? <laughs> Nothing. Not a damn thing. So, <laughs> Barry, he can take what he wants. Ugh. So, we'll talk Y'all can't about let it. Him we're pick we're on at you. the halfway point of the NFR. Yeah. We got you. Let's let's
1: you talk are, about uh, it. You're eighth in the average, fourth in the world. So, you're right there. I yeah. mean,
3: there's. Like, yeah, just kind of tough luck on my first one, clipping the barrier. And, uh, you know, I'd be, I mean, it'd be really good if I wouldn't have clipped the barrier, but. It is what it is. and is. Um, You're right there. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, you know, I moved up a few spots last night, and we're just going to, you know, keep knocking them down, keep trying to win a little bit. And, and um, you know, when we have really good chances. I felt like, I, you know, I didn't really do a, an awesome job last night. I thought Nick Guy, Nick Guy won the first round on the steer I ran last night. Um, and, honestly, I thought that steer was going to be a little better than that, and Nick made a stud run. And, um, you, you know, I, I, I definitely could have done a couple things better, but uh, we'll take what we can get. and. When we get, you know, some more chances, we'll we'll capitalize on them. I
1: can't – was it last time or the night before? What happened in the – it was in the box. Did the shoot not open? Was that you?
3: That was like, last night. Last night. Was yeah. that Tony Emerald's Amar- fault? Well, no, no. So, actually, Tony, <laughs> Tony kind of saved me. Like, and that was the reason, uh, you know, Clayton took off was um, that steer. Actually, when Nick ran him the first night, as soon as Nick nodded, he turned his head. And, um, you know, he, he got a good start and everything was still fine, but um, – yeah i was I was getting ready, and when I was about to nod, the steer turned his head and tony just you know tony being tony and and taking care of the guys and you know in the steer wrestling, but he you know the get, he didn 't open the gate and Clayton took off, and we just reset and, and, well, and went again so is,
2: what did you say because when you nodded and nothing happened, you turned the horse around and you leaned over to tony oh yeah and I, so i didn 't know what i thought no. i was i i love tony
3: he's he 's my guy. But I would love for Tony to make a mistake so I could roast him on here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Tony's uh, Tony's usually pretty good. Tony's pretty sharp, um, and you know he he open, he he runs the gate at you know a, some huge major rodeos. and He watches us all year, so he kind of open them. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and Reno, so you know he he knows a lot of our tails, and he knows you know when a lot of us are gonna nod, and he knows what our nods look like. So uh, it's really cool having Tony here opening the gate, and uh, yeah, you know, I it was kind of a. Mm, kind of a little half-assed nod last night, and he, but he saved me. So, did, uh, did you get fined for that by chance? I don't know, but I'm definitely going to put it on Clayton's tab if, if I did. <laughs> so, I'm looking. I didn't leave the box. Clayton left the box. You know oh, what I mean? Like, I, it wasn't well,
1: me. And my brother stood up, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if there was something that you know he was doing and you're <laughs> chewing his ass. But. No,
3: no, no, no. I Actually, when I, when I peeled around there and, and got beside the chute right there, I, I told Tony, I said, I appreciate you not opening that. You kind of saved me right there. So,
2: Here's the fine sheet. Will Loomis. V I I I A seven. That was probably the first round. Five hundred dollars. Yep.
3: So In if one you ta- minute
2: thirteen seconds. Absolutely.
3: So if you take more than forty five seconds, they get you for two fifty. And then every fifteen seconds after that, it's another two fifty. Oh my. So I, two more I, seconds, they'd have got me for seven fifty.
2: I would like to say something about 15. that. I would like to say something about it. I have my personal opinion. I think it's absolute bull crap that at the NFR we are. I understand production. I get it. That's what I do for a living. But like, are you are you seriously finding the crap out of the people that make your event good? Yes. Because their steer lays down or their horse spins around. Now, if it got excessive, yeah. But the point where that fine sheet is just, we got you for everything. There's there's guys not counting rocker, but <laughs> there's other guys that have you know thousands of fines for nothing.
3: Yeah, you know there were there's just. Which I get it, too. I mean, I understand the production side of it, but I mean, I've seen at 45 seconds, right, they fine you 250. At 45.1 seconds, they fine you 250. I mean, I've seen I've seen fines at 45.3 seconds, 45. I mean, that's to the point. And it's not 46 seconds. I mean, if you're anything at all over 45, you get it. And... You know, I get it, but I mean, you see guys in the bull riding and, and whatever, you know, retiring their rope and all. You and they know get fined for it too. Uh, yeah, yeah they, they do. But I mean, also, like if 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 a bull's laying down, or I mean, I see that side of it too. You know, I mean, you. you I mean, When's I don't the know. I reset. think. Does but the at, clock at, reset? clock reset? For well, if, like the, if your steer goes if down, if the steer's fighting the shoot, yeah, yes, yeah, so they stop the clock if he's fighting the shoot. The steer's looking straight, the clock's running. And Who, that's and that's usually the what clock? they do. So, it used to be uh, – I'm not sure who's doing it because I hadn't seen it, but Joe Bob usually standing, like, on the yeah, back Yeah, the judge there. is
1: standing on that load alley.
3: He's literally standing right there, and he and he's it's the one to do it. Is it Joe Bob? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I haven't paid attention this year. I'm not – it used to – it usually is Joe Bob, so um, – but, uh, anyways, yeah, so. But isn't that kind of crap, like – Well, they got me this, for 1000 last year. This is our Super four Bowl. Four times, yeah.
2: Ooh, this is the Super Bowl of rodeo. The contestants that worked their whole – not just year their whole lives to be here they put in the time and effort and you get here and you know you should be a celebrity but yet there's just people behind every rock waiting to find the contestants for something
3: yeah i hate that i, I, I mean i do too you know I, I feel like there's there's all kind you know there's thanks the, for the, the clap right there yeah <laughs> dad's over there clapping but but you know it's uh <laughs> I don't know, man. I, like you said, I understand the, you know, the production side of it, but, I mean, like you said also, I mean, we're here for the, you know, we made it, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't understand what all the extra stuff is.
2: Yeah, I got, I got fined uh, at the NFR. One of my favorite stories, actually, except for if it Cody Webster, uh, the bullfighter, the 10th bull, or 10th, in the 10th round, the last bull, uh, he was bucking out there, knocks Cody out cold. Cody is laying in the arena and uh, unconscious, and I didn't get my barrel didn't get out of the arena in time. They dr- and, and this is not an exaggeration. They drug Cody's lifeless body to the buck and shoots. I remember. So they could go ahead and run the flags. Oh, God. And I got a $500 fine for not getting my barrel out of the arena fast enough. <laughs> My buddy was laying in front of me dead, which he's not dead. He's actually fighting this year. But, you know, at the time I was like, oh my God, Cody. Cody, I look in the corner and one of oh, them. Sorry, Cody. I got to wheel my barrel out. It reminded me of uh, on semi pro when they're like, <laughs> Cody, get up. They're running flags. <laughs> Did you ever see semi pro when they go, and they're just doing a horrible job of supporting his <laughs> neck or <Yes>. spine? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, oh. two. Two NFR guys, you know, the, the NFR guys, have you ever seen Squid Games? That
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, in Squid Games, how when someone dies, all the dudes in the, red, in the red outfits just come out and just drag them out of the way real quick? There's like 400 NFR dudes in white shirts with ties on that just come out of our, like in unison, clip, 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 grab Cody's dead body, drag him to the fence, run the flags. Or is it like, what's that terrible cow, a
1: J.W.
3: Coop? That's Where not the, a terrible movie. That's,
1: it is too. That's a, it's terrible. Thank you. It boys. is no J.R. Bonner. Is so the, is, anyway, is
3: there a bonus though? because like, there are some rodeos, like Houston and stuff. If they make X number of minutes, if they get done with the perfect X number true. of minutes, they get a bonus. I'm that's pretty sure. True. That's not true. Sure? That's urban. That's legend. urban legend. That's okay. Urban legend. Trust right. me. I've
1: done extensive research into this. <laughs> okay.
3: I've had. Uh, I
1: kind of know some. I feel people. like
3: he's taking this personal. Oh, no. no Why I would I have to? I don't know. It, Your face well, kind of changed. I'm not sure. You like, look like you I, just kinda... My face
2: changed because I found out I'm out of beer. He's a committee guy. Is there in here? There yeah, in there, here? you got to go clear here? down towards the bottom, Will. Oh,
3: okay. i got to tell you this uh,
2: kind of a question. you all are
3: out. No, you're not. No,
2: it's there. We put the beers on the very bottom so they'd be especially cold. Yeah, now hand my it. hand's wet. I need another Gold Buckle beer. And if you guys are walking around here oh. and you haven't. <laughs> Thank you, Hambone. And you haven't had one. <laughs> oh, you want me to keep oh there's two. There you go. <laughs> God, you're so annoying. <laughs> Try a gold buckle
3: um, I love so, the super light. So what what pen of steers are tonight? Man, this is gonna be Mundorse, I believe. So it'll be um, be the second round steers. So um, they should be actually they surprised everybody. We honestly thought those steers were gonna be pretty average. Um, and just really good on the ground. We thought it was going to be a really fast round uh, from when we ran them at Rowdy Parrots when we were picking them. And, uh, man, they got to feeding them. And that in 200 that they poured to them is, got them. They were screaming. Right so on. it just caught everybody off guard, really. I don't know what you're feeding those steers. Rocket fuel? Right. No, There's absolutely. a bunch that have been running. Karina, man.
2: That they Arena. They, they have been rocking it down. The, the perina has been good to them because there's been several guys getting close to the old yellow shoots
3: at the end. Yeah, I know. It's, Holy it's, cow. It's, I, it may be the fastest set, you know, I mean, as a whole, I mean, steers are just running. I who, mean, was, who was it? Was, they're uh, missing hazes. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, just because they're running so hard.
1: Who was that haze about went the fence? Was it Haas? Uh, well, who, who's, uh, uh, who's t- uh, hazing for Wag? Oh, Pearson. Pearson. Because Wag, I mean, leaped. Yeah, at the at the twenty
3: foot mark, <laughs> waxed and a couple of them back there. That too. was actually like, pretty he, damn agile, though. Well, I mean, he's fairly he's athletic. A, he's you know, an he's an got athlete. a little more belly now than he used to. You know, but he's still pretty athletic.
2: And happens in marriage. Yeah, you can say that, Will, because you could bop him in the head. But I, me and Hambo, he'll beat the crap out so of
1: us. So Oat, uh, <laughs> Oat Berry says thinks that you could whoop Hoss.
2: Yeah, you are a question. Okay. Our qu- so, Our question of the day was Who is winning the fight,
3: Will Loomis versus Clayton Haas? Well, see, neither one of us are going to do that because neither one of us want to lose, and somebody's got to win. And somebody... But Coleman Proctor made a good point. Coleman Proctor last year said, somebody asked Coleman, if Will's on one end of a dark alley and Clayton's on the other, and one of them's going to beat you up, got to, which way are you going? He said, well, I'm going to go to Will because he's probably going to beat the crap out of me, but he's going to help me up and tell me he's sorry. Clinton yeah. might just glaze over, beat him up, and he said he might just walk away. Like, <laughs> <I don't. laughs> I've always
1: wondered, I, I tried to get this done last year, and have you guys seen those Russian slap contests where those guys just slap each other? I want to do that with Bulldoggers and Haas. We're and not we going to slap Haas. long. Haas just like this. We're going to slap once, and then he it's going to be. He yeah. goes, ain't nobody slapping
2: me. Oh, yeah. And I said, okay. Yeah. Bulldoggers are quite a bit different. Like, you guys are all pretty close, and we've said it on here before, that bulldoggers really help each other. The steer wrestling community is more of a tight-knit group than any other time to enter.
3: Yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, the other events, I think that uh, people keep stuff bottled up, calf ropers, team ropers, whatever. Um, They're, I don't know, I don't, it's kind of bad for me to say it, but they're almost Kinda of act like girls sometimes, and just, oh, <laughs> just kind of, you know, a let drama stuff build. A dramatic. But I'm, I just feel like, man, you know, with steer wrestlers. I feel like if you have a problem, you say you got a problem, you talk it out, or you fight it out, or whatever you want to do, and then you move on about your business.
2: Who would win in a fight, Hunter Cure or Matt Reeves? They would actually probably kiss.
1: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you seen that meme of um, well, yes, yeah, steer brothers. Ste- steer brothers, Steer Brothers,
3: Steer Brothers. <laughs> Oh, That's actually, tell the, tell actually, the back story. It was on Facebook this morning, and Jenna saw it. I was like, I that picture's too. been floating around for a few years now, but it's hilarious and sure. so true.
1: Are they, are, they, are they back to being buddies again?
3: Well, I mean, uh, I mean, Matt's hazing for him, so I, I, mean, I, guess, I don't know, man. It's a love-hate. I'm not sure.
2: We've seen a sign after Hunter won the round the other night. You know, when they show the signs, there's a big sign that said, Hunter hearts Matt. Did you see that? <laughs> Absolutely. Who did that sign?
3: I have no idea I, I I don't know, but do you have any signs for you, will? No, nope, I don't think so. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> no actually yeah, just, wow. your wife, just, your wife hey, look, so be- we've been here five times and this last night, and I'm not kidding. last night was the first time they've put her on the big screen oh, and I'm like she's been here, she's the one screaming like put the camera on her. Gina, do you remember back in the day when they they would show we'll work the, on that when they would
2: show the contestants <laughs> and the contestants would have. The contestant's wife would have their personal camcorders recording that. <laughs> yeah. And it says no Looking recording. The lands. Uh, who was who used to always be uh, the one wife that was always on during the CAFRA Open? Strand Smith, I think. No. That's what it, it was. that Strand? That was Jennifer Smith. They would show her in the stands and she had a
3: camcorder. She was always
2: behind the scenes. Yeah, that's true.
3: She was always doing the interviews. No, she
2: did a bunch of the – st- I know it had to be her.
3: Anyhow, anyway. I know who you're talking. I mean, I, I, I've seen it. I know what you're you.
2: talking better about if you want to be a good wife. I want to see a, a sign tonight. So,
1: and also uh, a prerequisite for rodeo wives, contestant wives out here. Do you? Uh, what's what's the outfits been like? Have we had like you know uh, like a fishnet with corduroy pants on one leg and uh, camo on the other, tucked in boots with heels and actually. Uh, Earrings that come down to here. Have you shaved half your head yet? Spiked your hair? So, yeah. And Jenna, Just a Tuesday Jenna, Jenna's night actually, outfit.
3: Jenna's actually awesome. The first year we came, she picked her outfits and did all the stuff. And after that, she was like, I'm over it. <laughs> I love it. So then, like, hey, so the next year she started making T-shirts. And people wear that. She, she makes, you know, a handful of different, you know, T-shirts with back numbers or pictures or whatever it may be. And uh, so, yeah, now she's, uh, she's more of a. More of a nice jacket, but classy. like a blue jeans with she's a T-shirt. She's a very classy lady. Hey. She's very classy, but it's so much easier now. She'll pick out a couple of outfits and wear them, but then like about five nights she's going to wear a T-shirt and blue jeans. That's
1: fine because the only Loomis here that needs to make a statement is him. You know what's funny? Ain't that
3: right. When
2: we got ready to come out here, we brought my kids out here for the first time. Uh, I've won Clown of the Year ten times. The one year I don't win it, my kids get to see it for the first time. My little girls start crying because they don't understand. Oh,
1: I never thought of that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Which I, I, was so ha- I was so happy for John uh, to win that because oh, I love they John. They were so sweet. I
1: can't remember which girl was, Olivia or Lola, but she comes up to me after I lost, and she goes, it's okay, you're still my favorite. I know. <laughs>
2: but so when we were getting ready to come, my wife, she was just so stressed out, you know, because she's like, oh, my God, i got to pack for five people and I gotta pack podcast stuff and we gotta bring merch stuff, which you can buy Rump Chat shirts right over there with Jessica Newson right there. So we gotta bring all this stuff and she's like, When are you gonna pack? When are you gonna pack? I'm like, I'll pack when I'm ready. I packed in three minutes. Yep. A couple pair of jeans, my ice cube t shirt, a couple other things. That's a dude for you. I mean, I'm not I don't know about NFR fashion, but I tell you the one the key thing to the NFR is footwear. Because yes. your feet will get tired from yes, walking around will. this bitch yes, all day. Yes, they will. About after round five, tennis shoes are a must. See,
1: I get a lot of crap on the production deck and back behind because I wear shoes. I'm a shoe freak. I like good shoes like Cole Hans and Johnson's. Like, nice shoes, right? Shoes that cost more than boots. But they're Ooh. all going, oh, look at them tennis runners. Yep, and I'm way more comfortable than your dumbass. I don't have, Absolutely. I'm not in the arena. You don't, if, if you're not in the, the, the rule states, if you're not in the competition arena, you do not have to be in dress code. <laughs> because if I have to be in dress code, then all the photographers and the timers and everybody has to be in
2: dress code. You know what there's no dress code for, though? Rodeo clowns. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you pretty much just do whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Although y'all have been kind of, you know, rounding with the jerseys and that sort of oh, thing. I, I so. love the jerseys. Yeah. And they look very comfy.
2: Uh, they are very comfy. One other thing about like will and, and your guys from a rodeo clown point of view, I love to and it, which is funny because I know you I know you guys personally i'm never I'm never gonna do anything if you have a bad run like I'm very careful every time I'm not the guy that ever wants to rock the boat, but like sometimes when you're really fast and i and every clown that's Steals all my stuff, and by the way, if you're a rodeo clown out there and you steal one of my acts, please don't tag me on Facebook anymore. Okay,
1: you don't have permission to take his stuff. <laughs>
2: please quit. St- so I started the whole the whole tackle the steer wrestler deal. Oh uh, yeah, and now every other
1: clown. Actually, but, I think it was Boyd got the steer wrestler to tackle yeah. you. But, that's, that's how made, that worked. Yeah. When,
2: when he has a really good run, I'm like, I'm going to get you, boy. He, like, Will will spin around, and it's funny, and the crowd likes it because I think it kind of shows the other side of the competition. Yeah, yeah. When Will misses his steer, like the one year at Greeley, when the steer set up and hit him in the face, and he jumped up and turned beet red, I was like, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying a word. <laughs> but, the, you know, being, being friends with you guys, I feel like I know – when when you can do something and when you can't, but um, I think maybe it was at... it. Was, you're
3: talking about Corpus Christi when he paid me a hundred bucks to hit you. Yeah, yeah. I was I don't know like seven. You that t- was one of the times I didn't do very good and I hadn't won much like at all like in a couple of weeks. And Boyd's like, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you tackle him. I'm like, deal, got it.
1: Well, did, did he Maybe pay
3: you? maybe the hardest <laughs> I've ever hit a human.
1: I remember like, seriously.
3: Yeah, like and I played ball like. Rump's standing there and I'm running at him, and I thought he was going to like brace. So, and he's kind oh, of a big, I of, I of a big guy. I thought you were joking. He's kind of a big guy, so I was like, I've got to hit him kind of firm to knock him down. Well, then Rump just stands <laughs> straight up like this. And <laughs> okay. I hit him in the belt and he looked like a duck. Just, Ta- time I'm out. Like, oh my God. And time I'm out. on top of him. I'm like,
2: I told I'm Boy.
3: Sorry. <laughs> I didn't really mean to hit you that <laughs> hard.
2: When we're those pre production meetings, and we, we see who's up. We know a lot of time with the announcer and the sound man, we know who's up, and we know who we can have fun with. And he's like, you know, because Corpus Christi, which turns out is our rodeo of the day, we're going to get to more of that in a Perfect segue. At Buck Days. But we're there, and Boyd's boy's like, did you see who's out tonight? Your buddy Will Loomis.
3: He goes. That's actually a really good rendition right there. He <laughs> goes, yo,
2: if we get a chance, he's always a player, let's – uh. Let's try to get involved in the production. So after you were seven, I was like, please, boy, don't say anything. And at Corpus Christi, boy's in the booth instead of on horseback. So in my ear, I, I think it was Hambone. Yes, I was there. Didn't you say, he's going to do it? Yep. I'm like, oh, crap. So when he's like, we'll give you hundred bucks to tackle the clown. I was like, surely not. So when you started running.
3: It was like half an arena, too. I had a, I had a pretty good head roll. It was like, like a, a kickoff. At, at yeah. San
2: Antonio that one year, you ran like five steps and turned around, and everybody laughed. So I kept thinking you are about to turn around. And I was like, any minute now, he's going to slow down. Any minute now. And then with my, uh, my spine.
3: It was like a, oh, no, he didn't stop. <laughs> Bam.
2: I farted in the arena that night. <laughs>
1: On that note, let's uh, go to the audio. No, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> On that note, we just uh thank you for coming by. We'll want to wish you good luck. I'm I'm saying Swami says uh three six.
3: Mm, I'm digging that. Yeah. Three six Absolutely. tonight. Yeah, I'm digging that. We're yeah. gonna get the round right tonight, baby. Thanks thanks for coming pink by. Pink night.
1: I love pink night. Pink night, baby. So wear your pink. I wonder if they're gonna if if uh the GM's gonna approve my brother's all
3: pink uh Jum-su. overalls. Yes. That would be so awesome.
1: I, I hope they do. I bet he will. Alan's good, good guy about that, and I think he will.
3: Well, so. I just feel like that would be rude. Be like, no, you cannot wear pink. Who, who knows? I mean, let's call him out right now, and then maybe I'm it'll not. work. I ain't saying nothing. He oh, come the, on! It, it's he's a, the boss. It's a five hundred dollar <laughs> fine if he
2: doesn't wear pink.
3: Yeah, right.
2: But uh, oh,
1: they'll probably get him. Pink night, round six or is it five? Five. five.
2: God. <laughs> five <sighs>
3: tonight. <sighs> Hello, old buddy.
1: Five
2: more days of the
3: <laughs> rodeo to go. But
1: thank you for coming on, buddy. Yeah, Appreciate you Appreciate you last minute. But anybody, everybody, Bulldog or Will Loomis, Mr. Shepp, hey Bah, hell
2: yeah. Thanks, Will. And Thanks, for everybody, brother. this is my buddy. Don't mess with me or Will will punch you. Speaking of that,
1: Rodeo of the Day, Buck Days Pro Rodeo, WCRA. Awesome event we get to be a part of every year. We have an awesome athlete coming on right now. We're really happy. We don't have a lot of women that come on, and I don't know why. I think they're afraid of us, um, and Miss Hope didn't have much choice in this. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Miss Hope Thompson,
2: round of applause. Hello, Hope. Breakaway.
1: It's at the top. It's at the top. So, God, what a great year you're, you're, you're having. And, um, you know, we had RC Lanningham on, and he's got a chance to win the million at, at Fort Worth at the Christmas Days uh, event here coming up after the NFR, and, and uh, huge money. Um, what's, what's the WCRA, what's your WCRA journey been like?
4: You know, I give all my credit to the WCRA. I feel like they're they've really stepped up and given I I hate to say just women, but all events equal money, same venue. Um, they keep telling me I'm the highest paid athlete in the WCRA. So that's pretty cool to know that because it's against like I said everybody in rodeo. So it's a it's a great alliance. Um I'm I'm super thankful for for them having it.
1: Yeah, I mean, in the notes here you and your horse, you got a great horse, Inc. I do. Right? And uh, you guys have won almost a quarter million dollars in, the w- in three years. And that's probably, I don't even, right, like 200, 200, yeah, 230000 Wow. In three years. Yes, sir. That's amazing. And, how, <laughs> I mean, how many events, really, at WCR events has that even been? Probably, uh, I mean, a, a handful or a dozen maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
4: probably five or six yeah. that I've been to. Yeah.
2: Um, a, a quarter million dollars nearly. Yeah,
4: That's unbelievable. Amazing.
2: But even if if the way this works with the WCRA, with the Triple Crown, I mean, if RC doesn't win it, and you go in and you win it, and then you win three in a row, it doesn't matter who it is. You could win the the Triple Crown, win the million. Absolutely. And yeah. it's 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 came down. that We almost had a, a a lady win it. Michelle Darling, her Triple Crown rodeo was, was Corpus, Corpus Christi. Christi, the year before last, which. She missed the four-round by what? It was like close. two-tenths of a second. Can you hold your microphone? Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah, you.
4: Yeah, and there's another Tacey Webb, maybe, if I'm not Tacey. wrong. Tacey, She's yes. a breakaway roper, but she's gotten to rope, maybe, for the triple counter. She's up I, There's been corpus. a handful.
1: I'm looking for Scott. Tacey Webb, uh, Scott, Tacey was one of the athletes. She was up for the – she was at a chance for the million, Tacey Webb. Yeah, so um, – and Riley? Yeah, Riley, Riley Webb.
2: Was, Riley Webb's Million Dollar Rodeo was also at Buck Days at Corpus Christi. At Salt, yeah, Lake. Salt Lake. he Salt Lake. He won
1: Corpus, and Salt Lake was the next one.
2: And we'll he, put this all together. He did, that at, <laughs> he did that at 18, but it's a cool deal. Like, when you talk um, about breakaway roping and how it's, how it's all of a sudden came out of nowhere, Handbones event in San Angelo, the lip chip, uh, breakaway roping, paid yeah. $11,000 rounds, which you could nominate anywhere you go. To the, That's one thing I, I, I think is a misconception with WCRA. It's not an association. You can literally nominate any rodeo, IPRA, PRCA, jackpots. Uh, you can really make rodeo work for you. Way you know, better, I think.
4: Yeah, I think that's what's so unique and special about it is we all know how much diesel costs. and. So it's it's not like you have to go any extra place to go nominate for the W C A. Wherever you're entered and wherever you're headed to, you pay a nomination fee and you get your chance at big big money.
2: Do you rodeo by yourself? you I got don't. a crew.
4: Uh, I rodeo with Larry D. Guy.
2: Oh, oh wow! Jeez, <laughs> name drop. Yeah, I <laughs> get awesome. that for you. Wow! Yeah,
4: and um, this summer uh, we went with Jackie Crawford and her whole crew. Kids Did and, you go in the toter home, else. kids and everybody? We, we both have we both have a toter home, so we had them both out there, and we'd kind of meet up and c- crash in one and and take it. Like I said, diesel's expensive, so anytime we could all get together and get in one, and if you know Jackie's crew, it's a big crew. How many
2: how many kids <laughs> are we talking here?
4: We're talking two kids and a couple people helping, and Larry D and Jackie and I. So
2: oh my, but it's all fun. in one toter. I home.
4: wouldn't I wouldn't change it. Would it's, love, it's a lot of fun.
2: It would be so cool uh, and. You know, I've I said this yesterday when we were talking about how we want to try to find out more about our contestants. I would love to have a reality TV show just for like a couple weeks, go with you gals, and just show you the whole process of of not just roping, but just surviving.
4: Like, I don't know if I'd love
2: that. Eight o'clock, <laughs> eight a.m. slacks and driving all night, and I got to go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh, the bathroom I can I don't even want to get into it. It's
4: but, a circus, but like I said, I wouldn't change it. It's a lot
2: of fun. But for the, uh, you know, like if you're wanting to rope and do this with WCRA, it makes it where you don't just have to knock the tires off every year.
4: Absolutely. That's what I said. Wherever you're entered, you can nominate. Um, they have a challenger event, too, you know, um, based what, on how much money that you have won that you can enter the challenger, which, is, which I think is awesome um, to keep it, like I said, to keep this sport growing you have people that maybe aren't ready to enter the Open or Rodeo yet, they can enter the Challenger event and still go and, and have grabs at really big money with and, the WCRA.
1: And the weekly bonuses too, you know, that's great, just, you know, cash to, to, to go throughout diesel money.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. And the weekly bonus, that's what I said, you put in your nomination fee. And whatever division it is, you can whoever wins the most in that division, you get a you get a paycheck. Just a like I call it a, a mailbox paycheck. You get home and it's awesome. So it covers it covers that nomination plus.
2: So our rodeo of the day, Corpus Christi the Buck Days. I'm very fortunate to be a part of it. This year it's going to pay out five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, one rodeo. Can you imagine that? When the NFR moved here in 1985, it didn't give away 550000 Now we have a regular season rodeo that's paying out $550,000 at the American Bank Center in Corpus Christi. Hello. It's, go ahead. Sorry.
4: And that's what I said. They have, what, several of these events throughout the year. You don't wait all year and go to, go to one of these. Corpus is just one of them that they have. And, and like you said, over $500,000 payout. It's just it's awesome what the WCRA has done.
2: And I think Cowtown Cowboy Christmas is going to be pretty awesome. It's the 14th to the 17th in Fort Worth at the historical Cowtown Coliseum. Are you going? Are no, you waiting for well, there you go. 14th awesome. to the 17th. And I think You'll see be, some great rodeos. I think it's going to be cool. After the NFR is over, you know, does, uh, even if you don't drink, even if you've never had a drop of alcohol, when the NFR gets over, I think everybody feels hungover. And you're sad it's over. This was like the height of the year, and it's, the NFR is now over, but this way, on the 14th, what, there's six days, or, or seven days. What? 14th
1: through the 17th? Okay. Yeah. Four yeah, days. Four days. There's four <laughs>
2: days. Well, <it's, laughs> the, I was thinking seven because R.C. said seven. Shut up and take a drink. Anyhow, four days. Hope, do you want a beer?
4: I was just fixing to ask if those came Get with party of or not.
1: Get her a beer. <laughs> Go Buckle. All right, rule is you got to slam it.
4: Oh, they didn't tell me that. Thank
1: All you. right, let's get Will Loomis back up here, Jordan. We're going to have a beer, guest beer slamming contest. <laughs> Hope versus two six-foot-six guys, seven, whatever you are. Beer anyway, slamming. But um, Corpus is special. The building's beautiful. The production is awesome.
2: You're overlooking the ocean.
1: And what I, what I love, the WCRA comes in, and that event was established and they didn't come in and throw their weight around saying, we've got these guys, we want these guys. No, they work with the rodeo. And this is kind of a way, obviously, on the production side. They work with the crew that was already there, i.e., Boyd, Paul Hamas, Rump, me. Um, so it, it's, it's, that's neat. They didn't come in and just do their own thing. They, they work with these committees. Uh, or the, if, if there's an established event and say, no, you this is – your event, too. And that's what I got the respect
2: for them. And, and, and appreciate, you know, they kept my job. <laughs> and, you know, I really want to see somebody win the million. Oh, huge. Because it's been so close every time, and it just hasn't happened yet.
4: I want to see somebody win it, but I wouldn't mind being.
2: You wouldn't, wouldn't mind being I, a I wouldn't,
4: mind being the, you wouldn't
2: mind being the girl
4: the, holding the check up one of these days. <laughs>
2: you could do it though. I mean, yeah, like, but here's the thing, according to your stats on what you've been winning, you're going to win a million bucks pretty soon, even though it may not be at once, but I mean, for as much money as you want and, and with breakaway roping uh, at the first of rub chat every day would I recap the Facebook complaints, you know, with the breakaway open during the national finals rodeo, you know, they need to cut out the opening and have breakaway open during the perf and this and that, so that's been the general argument, you know. Why don't we have breakaway open during the NFR? Blah blah blah. But I agree with JJ Hampton when she said, "Let's get the money at twenty-eight thousand around, and then we'll worry about the rest later."
4: Absolutely, and I—I I mean, as a contestant, I know that we're working really hard at that, and I—we don't know all the limitations and everything that it takes, but we're dang sure willing to do our part and. As long as one day that we get – if we get to rope for that equal money, I'm not too sure I care where we rope.
1: Exactly. Well, and but and the, the, the South
4: Point did an outstanding job this year. Yeah,
1: for I sure. I mean, it was a
4: great. The bag number ceremony was great. Like, they did a great job, and it's, it's getting there. I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't love to rope with all these other athletes in the same venue, but if we can get to rope for almost $30,000 around, I'll rope anywhere.
1: Yeah, breakaways – this isn't new – it's been around for a long, long time. It's just come a very long way in, in a, a very hurry. short time. Absolutely. And I mean and even in San Angelo, you know, um at the Fiesta we had it was like five thousand added the year before and then we've been blessed and lip chip come on and fifty thousand in prize money and bonuses. Yeah. I mean ten thousand around in the prelim and then another ten thousand and it was, uh, it was neat to see all that money handed out, and I was I was very proud of that fact to have that with the girls. And I think, you know, I probably could have done a little bit better, like getting the word out maybe. I, I think black and white, I don't think not everybody kind of knew that the, that much money was going to be there. And and uh, 107 girls, and I think next year will be even better. Oh,
4: it's going to be huge. I think, I think, like you said, I mean, I heard about it. I was there. But I think when people look at those sheets from this year and see the huge payout, you're going to might have to put a limit on it one day. I don't know. But there's there's going to be a lot of girls that Just show up. Just open it
2: up. Just let it go. Yeah. Because if, if you have a breakaway rope. are expensive. <laughs> if you have a breakaway open, you're going to have hundreds of entries wherever you go.
4: Absolutely. It's it's growing. That's what I said. I'm super thankful. I do give the WCRA uh, a shout-out, and I feel that, I feel that they are the ones that have really stepped up. I know that, I know that there's been others that's had it, um, but I do. Like I said, I, they've given us equal money, same venue, same rodeo, so it's it's been awesome. Correct
1: me if I'm wrong, but I believe that WCRA was the first to really include it.
4: Oh, I, I mean, I know the. Scott, American is that right? I, I mean, you guys know. were
1: the first to really include it in all your major events. Same year. The American, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
4: but they were equal money.
1: Yes, you guys are equal money, and that's, that's awesome. And this was the first and year. I actually, get, sorry, I okay. don't mean to keep bringing up Angelo, but it was funny, I actually got backlash. Some of, the, some of the people were like, can't we split that money? Some of them guys, I said, screw you. Them boys, they're fine. Them girls. It's fine. and fine. Everything's yeah.
2: fine. Anyway, so girls got paid way more than the guys did there. <laughs> Thank you. you bet. This, this was the first year you could buy a Pro Fantasy Rodeo for the breakaway. Yeah, that was cool. Do you have a regular Pro Fantasy Rodeo team? I do not. You do not? I do not. I bought in. I did not do any good in the breakaway roping.
4: I For the NFR? Yeah. I do have a team. Oh, you do? Yeah. We rented a house out here, some friends, and we stayed out here. We do. We have a team for the, for the NFR. Sweet. Yeah.
2: Nice. Is your kids out here?
4: I don't have any
2: kids. No way to do your research, dummy. I was joking because she was talking about all the kids with Jackie.
4: Jackie's kids.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love them like mine, but I get to give them back. That's
2: right. That's she, the... <laughs> Jackie has done a great job commentating in the uh, in the Teton Ridge kickoff show. She's done a great job with that.
4: She is. She's re- she's really good at that.
2: Yeah, we had when we had JJ on last year. She was she was a hoot too, but I don't know if we'd put her on TV. <laughs> like, she. She's like us. We every now and then we might say the wrong word.
1: <laughs> yeah, she. But um, going back to to Corpus Christi, our, our buck days our are our, uh, event. Our of uh, the rodeo of the day. Sorry, I couldn't get it out. But um, there's so much more to Corpus Christi. Like the obviously we like the restaurants. Yeah. But um, you know it's a it's a big event. Obviously, the, you know the qualifying rounds are in Robstown, just outside um, May sixth and seventh. So got people. That's a steer, uh, steer open, I think. Yeah, and that's a steer up. Up. Yep. Yeah. There's just so much. I mean, there's um, they're bringing back the uh, the division youth division. Sorry. Um, I mean, you just got to go to the website. Yeah,
4: go check it out. Like because I said, they give they give huge opportunities to ropers of all levels. Like you just mentioned, the youth division. There's challenger division, a pro division. So.
1: Go there's check it out if you want to be a part no of that. There's no excuse to me as a contestant if you want to go win big money and not have to, like you said, wear your, your truck tires out. You're going out, to
2: drive a thousand miles off brand new Dodge truck.
1: Because they make it so simple. And, and there's been guys get in. I mean, there was a guy that qualified in the bull riding that was older than Scott Davis. Yeah, he is. And that's old. I, he was like 55, living his dream. He's Do you re- remember? He was a truck driver. He, this guy was, it was court. It was, it was Buck Days last year. He'd lived his dream, and this was his bio. Over, he was an uh, over-the-road trucker, and now he's living his dream riding bulls. And that guy could have won $25,000 <laughs> at the Buck Days Rodeo riding bulls. And not going to lie, we were all a little nervous because he drew a bucker. And uh, then he gets a ride because a bull stumbled. And we're like, oh my God, we have to go through this again. This,
2: well, frontier rodeo. Yes,
1: exactly. Cover
2: your eyes, but yet look. Frontier rodeo, eight times stock contractor of the year. Yeah, that's another. You know, frontier, you got awesome stock. Everything is
1: good. The TV bucks. production, the screens are immaculate. Great, great video production. Well, and then he, it's all you can also watch it all on CBS Sports Network. So which is which is huge. You know, uh, Cowtown Christmas is actually gonna be on Christmas Day. Um,
2: so when you're sick of your family, you can get break away and go watch good rodeo. When you're sit when you're sick of sitting by your uncle Ed who wants to tell you the joke about pull your finger, <laughs> slip off and watch the rodeo. <laughs> ho ho ho!
1: Okay, so uh,
2: well you know what So what's
1: what's your what's next year look like for you? I mean, you just hit the ground running and just go on, or
4: yeah, why not? Um, Cowtown is actually the first W major that I'm not gonna get to go to. But I'm not complaining this year I get to take my family to Mexico for Christmas. Oh so I'm gonna miss that one but we'll start back and I'll be at Corpus and that's where I maybe I'll start my million dollar journey.
2: Yes. <laughs> we're gonna hold you to it. Okay. I get well, to we're work gonna have a cold beer for you too. I get to work <laughs> Salt Lake and Corpus this year, so pretty cool that I'm gonna Well get to be there for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to the Carolinas. Uh, Scott, um, Raleigh. October. October, going to Raleigh, right? Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. A a brand new uh, uh, major event that popped up this year. The great crew, the WCRA, Scott Davis and Casey and and all the gang.
4: How cool is that? Some of the places that we've gotten to rope. Yeah. Green Bay, uh, Kansas City, North Carolina. That's It's awesome, though.
2: I have an idea, and you don't have to say right now. But what about, Hambone? you might be on this, too, the triple crown of contract personnel. Oh. If you clown three WCRA WCRA events, you get $1 million. So if (laughs) I've got Corpus. No. (laughs) Uh, But if I did three in a row, (laughs) if I did three in a row, I'd like to win $1 million. Yeah, who hires for Raleigh? Hmm. North Carolina. Oh, you turned down Fort Worth? I was never even offered. I, I, tu- I turned down Fort Worth because when I get home from the NFR, <laughs> I want to spend some time with my children. And your liver wants to crawl in the corner and go I, to sleep. I just hope I can make it out of here <laughs> another year of, of walking around Vegas and the, the awesome night parties at the Mirage Hotel and Casino, which have been off the easy... Tonight we have Daniel Bradbury. By the way, who? We've had Casey Donahue. We had Lainey Wilson. Glenn Templeton is coming this week, which he looks the same way at all times. He wears that bandana thing. But uh, did
4: all go to Lainey?
2: Yeah, I she went was to great. Laney. That was awesome. She was a great singer, and it was a fun time. So we, and she's hot. We're hitting full stride right here on day number five. Day number five,
1: and uh, we just want to thank the WCRA and all that they do in the support of us because we love them, and their events are cool. And, and I just think the more money, no matter what it's from or who it's from, it's money in the Western sports industry, and that's what matters because we're not going to go anywhere with the same mentality that we've always had. So we either got to push forward or die. Yep. So that's my opinion on it, and I'm sticking to it.
4: I'll stick right
1: behind you. All right, girl. Well, we appreciate everybody. The winningest athlete in the WCRA history, Miss Hope Thompson. Thank, thank you, you, Hope. And thank you, Buck Days, Pro Rodeo. Thank you, Hope. All right, let's give this ball a Johnny, a big shout-out to our boy, Johnny. Johnny P. We love you down there, buddy. Uh, not, let's do a little trivia for the – anybody ooh. like a – Y'all like Pendleton whiskey? Oh, let's let's uh, let's talk about Red River Arenas first. Um, great new partner, Red River Arenas. They are. Do we know the booth number? We're gonna find that out. Anyways, they're they're up here. Um, they're in the building. Go by. They're a mom and pop operation. They make it. They can fabricate anything you want. shoots. I mean panels. It's awesome stuff. And uh, they just encourage you. You know what? Don't go to your neighbors. Go to your own backyard, uh, where you're the boss. And yeah. then uh, manscaped.com. Go Rump Chat 20 if you need, you know, keep the lawn down and go buckle beer. Pete Carr. Pete Carr, Pro Rodeo, Pete's been having a great finals. His stock's amazing. Um, yeah, Red River is in the uh, booth 2218 upstairs, right here. Yeah, stop so by I,
2: Red River Innies and tell them that we sent you. Just right down there. Just right over there. Talk to Tricia. She'll make you a deal.
1: Tricia. So, yeah. Um, Go there and see them and our Rump Chat merch. Go see Jesse. Go buy a T-shirt. We've got kids. We gotta need some money. I ain't got no money. I can't even go home.
2: Um, so <laughs> to give this Pendleton bottle away, we're going to do a trivia. All right? If you can answer this question correctly, you could win must this bottle. T-
1: must be 21. Must Sorry, be 21.
2: Boys. All right. Since the NFR has moved to Las Vegas, Nevada... How many different colors of shoots have there been and what colors are they? Yellow's one? No. Red, blue and yellow? That's correct. There you go, sir. Red, blue and ye- he knows I did not see that happening that fast. Wow. Nice work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he knows. What year did they go yellow? 19 <laughs> Can you oh,
1: me tell me? Rodney, do you know? You don't know shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what else? Uh, besides just a big bottle, uh, 21 and up. I got some free. If you want some Pendleton here in the convention center, I got a couple uh, couple of free drink tickets. Light. Free drink tickets. Okay, if you could answer this other question. Um, <laughs> you know what? No, just... Come hit me up if you want to. I would just give a couple drinks Well, drink that takes. was a tease. Well, I could. there's also uh, there's t-shirts up here. Yeah, I, they're they're women's, but boys,
1: you can probably fit in.
2: <laughs> Come up and grab some free t-shirts, everybody. We'll Thanks be back for coming tomorrow, up. eleven o'clock, right here. Thanks.
1: uh thank you to Cinch for the hospitality. Stay tuned and watch the world champion announcer announce bucking machine riding.